Hello and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast now with Tyler and Greg. Uh, on tonight's podcast, uh, we talk about swimming and some misadventures in our childhood swimming. Uh, we talk about um, Tolkien, including some very nerdy inside stuff about yeah, Tolkien. Yeah, at length. Tom at, Bombadil, at length. you can Tom, look forward dude, to that. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, we uh, we talk uh, a little bit about uh, the very end, a little bit about critical role. and, and uh, this, Well, this, uh, you know, I was going thing. somewhere with it and I, I forgot what I wanted to say. I think, I think the point is we will talk about critical role a little bit in the future. We're not going to go nuts about it. Yeah, we just kind of touched on it. If you're not listening it, to it, it's, yeah. we'll talk about it like from a, more from a, a, it's a fascinating thing that people do. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about critical role in the future. Yep. Yeah. What else? What else are we doing? I, we talked about other stuff, but I just can't remember what. I don't, so I don't that's remember whatever. Either. You know, who cares? We talked just about the, it. these people are going to listen to the podcast anyway. Maybe. If we're lucky. We hope. So, you know, I swim. I know that you swim. You know, I'm a jock. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Look, I, I, no, I, I, swimming, I got my, hold on. I got my gym bag. I got my bathing suit. I got my goggles. And I got my my swimming cap. This is Speedo. That, I'm a jock. No. That's the, like it, like bowling being, and you're an athlete if you bowl. You're an athlete oh, if, so, you, if you... So now your wife's not going to listen to the podcast because you just insulted her. Because <laughs> she's a bowler. She does bowl. Yeah. Uh, or um, uh, curling. You know, like when they, they come out with the Olympic team, it's like, yeah. now here's the team from wherever. Yeah. And all the athletes come out. Then there's like three or four pudgy people at the end. You're like, yeah. that is the curling, the curling team. team. Well, they, they have tremendous, the, curl, the curling team, though, tremendous, tremendous center of gravity. Center of gravity and, and powerful uh, brachioradialis and, muscles. And, and breath. And breath. <laughs> is, that, is that cheating to breathe on the, the giant pocky puck? To make giant, it move. The, I think stone. It's, it's I don't know. I, I don't know puck. what it's called. It's, it's a hockey puck of the gods. It's a hockey puck of the gods. So yeah. So no, I, I swim in. Yeah, you know where I swim. <laughs> I know where you swim. I you swim sw- in the brown pool. You sw- it's the number two pool in, in it's Rhode Island. The number two pool in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's, it's brown. No, <laughs> folks, I do not swim in a pool with brown water. It's at the Brown University pool, and uh, it's it's a gorgeous facility, and I've been been there for a long time, but um. I'm kind of a kind of a boring swimmer. I, I just do the breaststroke, over and oh, just come <laughs> over and Phrasing. over. That's all you do. Just the breaststroke. that's all I just do the breaststroke. I, many people they do the crawl. Uh, they they do uh, backstroke. Uh, my my niece is an amazing backstroke uh, swimming kid. She's she's like she's cuts her time every. And you every time. can't be and, too much variety for you. Well, I like the backstroke, but um, what I find is. Uh, now, of course, then there's the butterfly. Have you ever seen the butterfly? Yeah, it's very, very upsetting. The butterfly was a stroke invented by the inmates of a Polynesian insane asylum. <laughs> okay. I feel like you can tack that on to anything. Yeah, people go, a Polynesian oh, really? insane oh, really? asylum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, know how corn people flakes do- were invented <laughs> by the inmates of a Polynesian insane asylum. But I mean, it's like it's it's unbelievably difficult. It, like literally, like it's like literally, you're trying to hurl yourself out of the water entirely. Yeah. That's what yeah. the butterfly. That's like. the, what's the point? Uh, so meanwhile, I'm just kind of plodding along with my my pokey little. Now, do you, do you do you do you get like your heart rate up, or are you just like meditatively thinking it's, about it's, life? Uh, so and getting it, your- it was interesting. I, I went to a conference about alternative methods of pain control. Uh, you know, alternative to uh, opiates, and uh, they said that what yoga is in its essence is motion and breathing. And I suddenly stopped. I said, wait a minute. That's what swimming is. 
yeah. because your your breathing becomes very measured and very controlled and very sort of repeating. Mm-hmm. And the stroke is the motion; it's the same motion over yeah. and over again. And I'll, I'll be completely honest with you: I I swim more. It's low impact. It's very low impact. Uh, it's great if you got bad knees. Great if you got bad ankles. You know, whatever. But of course, cankles will make you float. Upwards. Oh, and your head so, will be so in the water. And your head will be there. The cankles will be like yeah, sticking you, out yeah, of the water. Do, so, yeah. be, folks with cankles, be, be you know. Uh, but um, it's like it's like natural water wings. Water wings like on like your ankles. Go, yeah. yeah. I, of course, folks. I'm joking. People with cankles should swim because it's be good for them. But anyway, um, I I swim more for mental reasons than physical. Um, I find I get a tremendous sense of peace. And uh, just a sense of calmness after I swim. Just gently, casually um, swimming, thinking about yeah. the last episode of Red Dwarf. Yeah, Red watched. Dwarf, of course, comes up. And No, but you do get into a kind of a free association kind of a thing. You mm-hmm. know? Now, one, one thing I like about swimming is um, when you're anxious, swimming is great. And I'll tell you why. You jump in the pool. You do a couple strokes. And you're worrying about, say, that job interview. And suddenly you look down and you go, oh, my God, I'm in water over my head. I'm going to drown. And, so it's and, this low-level low self-preservation that allows you to not overwhelm you but push out Correct. everything. And something you say, I have bigger things to worry about than this job interview. I'm, I'm a human immersed in water. <laughs> this is not a normal state for a human. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so uh, I, I found it very, uh, very, very nice. And I, it was really funny because I, I always had horrible experiences as a kid with the ocean. Okay, so, so you know, age three. Come on, Tyler, we're going in the ocean. I don't want to, Dad. Well, you are now, and he would pick me up and hurl me into the ocean. I, I would be hurled into the surf and yeah, the breakers. Okay. I had a similar experience when I was, I don't know how, I was pre... Pre... Maybe I was... No, I was probably in preschool. In the womb. In preschool. Oh, okay. Right, so how old? Six years old. Preschool five. Four years old. Right? Five-ish, yeah. And I'm at this public pool, and I'm on the high dive. Oh my god! And I'm on I'm on the end of the high dive, and we're getting s- swimming instructions. Yeah. And the swimming teacher is behind me, seated on the high dive, kind of straddling it. Yeah. And I'm standing no in way front back. of him, and he's encouraging me and encouraging me and encouraging me, and I'm freaking out. And finally, he grabs me oh. by my ankles oh. and lifts me up into the air and flings me forward oh. off the off the high dive. Oh my god! And then I was like, "Okay, I get it. I'm not well, gonna it did, not it gonna die. That's you know, which, and that which does not kill you makes you but, stronger. So yeah." For other people, that could have been traumatic. Like, I never swim because that guy did that terrible thing. Yeah. But I, for me, it was much But like, okay, I get it. You know, yeah. it was fine. Sort of shit or get off the pot. Yeah, and, it, was, and, you know. it, was, it was. Well, I uh, I took swimming lessons, uh, hating every minute of it, of it uh, throughout my, my young life. Uh, I started in the polywogs. And went up to the shrimp, and then we graduated to the bluefish. What is that? That's, that's uh, these categories. Are these these of, are the the names of the like the, the levels. Eagle Scout, Cub yeah, exactly. Scout. Right. And finally, yeah. you get to lifeguard because that's you know that's serious now. You're talking about lifeguard. And I went all all the way up to lifeguard, and we we swam uh, in this place, the Tiverton Yacht Club, which sounds the pretty. The Tiverton Yacht Club. T- t- no, no. Although it, well, you know what? <laughs> now that I think back on it, no, um, the Tiverton Yacht Club, which sounds very swanky, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, sounds yeah, very. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, actually, it was a couple of boat moorings, a rotting. Dock and a float with a with a, a, a high dive on it, and the problem was is there, this was the problem. There was sewage pipes that went right into the water we swam. Nice, okay. And the boats would leak oil, so there would be oil slicks. Okay, so I remember diving into an oil. Is that slick why, Is that why you have a third nipple? The third nipple, yeah, and my rudimentary tail. Uh, and and I remember you you either dive in. At one time we dove in, and right by my face was a sea pickle. 
I don't know what a sea pickle fecal, is. Fecal, feculent material was floating, oh, floating by. Oh, a sea pickle. Yeah, and there were fish. A turd. They were fish. A turd. A, turd. a, a sea turd. turd. Yeah, a sea turtle. Is that what you call it? turtle? You call them it yeah. sea pickles? It's, it's sea pickles, yeah. So the sea pickle went by once. And then, oh, this was good. Uh, we would, we would. Oh, my God. We would be looking at the water, and there'd be a swarm of Tina 4 jellyfish. And I'm you, out, man. To, I don't know You'd have what... to jump into the water, but it wasn't like jumping into water. It was like jumping into a jello mold. Because the slime would envelop your body, your fingers would be going through. And these you did this repeatedly, things. repeatedly, because Mrs. Peckham would not brook any nonsense. Oh, typical Mrs. Peckham. Mrs. Peckham would not yep. take any crap from us, and we'd be diving into this water. And then there was a time we were swimming. It was a long swim. We were supposed to like a half an hour swim. Halfway through the swim, men, women, all of us attacked by crotch monsters. Oh, there was this stinging, oh, no. itching, burning. Ever the women were going, oh god! I'm like, oh my balls! Why your crotch? It? Why specifically? Uh, they only went of- to the crotch. Nothing. No other part of our body was affected. So it was a crotch-seeking organism, uh, <laughs> and I don't know what the hell it was, but it was it was a nightmare. Oh my god! So it's terrible. so you know, I, I mean, in all seriousness, I remember there was a, a day we I, I took a couple gulps. You know, you can always mess up, and you can take a couple vomited. Through, oh, just threw up, and I remember. That is not, and I remember you. You, you what get kind to of the, effect do you think that had on you? As I that, I have a messed up immune system. You know that. Oh like yeah, I get yeah. blood clots and shit like that. I mean, I think it. I think it permanently yeah, effed up yeah. my immune system. But I remember, you know, you you get like a mouthful of that stuff, then you go to the bubbler at the side of the. the no wait, no, we and, have and, we have, and the water would be sweet. You're like, mm, this water is sweet. It was just based on what you had ingested. A bubbler so, is a water fountain for those of, those of you who are not from Rhode Island. Yes. I think everyone who listens everyone to who listens to us probably is, from Rhode Island is, is within a five mile radius, I ten foot radius. Is <laughs> <laughs> sitting in front it's of me, sitting right in front of me <laughs> at a microphone. This is our listener, <laughs> you know. So you know, I'll tell you something. I don't know if you've looked at the. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've looked at the, uh, the the program Brian wrote for us to see like users per episode. I don't, I don't look at that. You don't look at it. Yeah, no. it's, it's fascinating because it'll go like this. It go two users. Have listened to 44 episodes 128 times. I'm like, okay, there's a problem. There's here. a glitch in the I, matrix. I here, don't yeah. think we're that good. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah yep. we're, we're not that good. So, Greg, um, we missed you last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, I did. I did tell you not to bring this up. Yeah, I decided we're going to bring it up. But last week uh the Tyler and I were supposed to interview uh, Harry and, and we and, we, and, we did inv- and I was looking forward to it yeah because I've met Harry and he seems like a like a Harry's cool great Harry's guy very, Harry's very cool yeah and um he's got magnificent mutton chops oh yeah absolutely um I wish we we could show pictures well maybe you know, I, can, I, like, I I would even say they're almost weaponized oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. so he's got these the amazing mutton chops and um but so we moved the recording Time, yeah, yeah. He works right? second to, shift. To a week. That's fine. You know, yeah. that's that's not no issue. Didn't bother me at all to move yeah. it. But I for because it's not on our normal day. Yeah. I just forgot. Yeah. And well, I didn't show up to record. Well, now what, you, you what, took, what are you? You're 49. We don't say that. You have to beep that out. <laughs> I'm 48 this week. Next so, week. So um yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just no, uh, no, no. Yeah. It's a, the only thing is it's it's funny. Um I of course I do the editing. Uh, for this podcast, and uh, I, I, I sometimes I'll go into the editing saying, "Ah, oh, that wasn't very good," or oh, you know. Then I listen to it, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, that was funny. That was good." But I, I have to say, Greg, I'm glad you're here because you rein me in. I complete you. 
You you do. And and I I have to say I felt I was a little too aggressive with Harry and I should have let him talk more. Is he is and he okay? He's okay. He had a good time, you know. It's, yeah. We all had a good time. It was a good podcast. I liked it, but I should have just chilled out a little bit. And yeah. uh, I to Harry, I'm apologizing for maybe being a little too too aggressive. Well, Harry, we'd like to have you back on the podcast. Oh, Harry Harry actually yeah. is making a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making a list of things he wants to talk about the next time he comes on the podcast. So, right. so we're, we we have not chased him away. He's uh, he's interested. It was, by the way, the geekiest podcast we ever did. Is it really? Yeah, I'm, it was I'm just completely it geeky. We I'm just, glad it wasn't yeah. here. It was, this podcast is on the edge for me in the first place. In the place. first place, right. And I'm, and, and yeah. I'm part of it. Because you know why? You're so cool. <laughs> you're, you're just folks. There's like a there's like a ice haze around around Greg. He's so cool and uh, yeah. I'm like but, it's you know what my look is called. What is that? Dungeon master chic. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. How about Mister Kippy? Mister Kippy is good, <laughs> but I think no, I'm not so much a hippie. I think dungeon master chic. There's a question for you. Um, I remember I was on a, a camping trip. Uh, and I, I was, uh, Megan probably knows more about this than, than you or I, but I, I remember I was there and we were huddling underneath this lean-to. It was like an artificial shelter made out of wood because it rained the entire camping trip and I became clinically depressed. But we won't get into that. What, we were, what I was noticing <laughs> was that there was all this graffiti carved into this lean-to, okay? Yeah. And one of them was, Frodo and Gandalf are alive and living in the Shire. And I'm like, do hippies read a lot of Tolkien? Is that like a, a thing? Frodo with Lives was in the in the late '60s when Tolkien became popular. Right? Yeah, when Lord of the Rings became Lord of the Rings was released. I don't know, '54. Yeah, in the '50s, 50s, right? Yeah, it sure. didn't it didn't become its golden age of popularity was yeah. the late '60s because it it really hit a nerve with the hippie movement and nature and magic and mysticism ah, and all this stuff, right? Okay. So in the late '60s, to put Frodo was here. Yeah. Right. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To put Frodo lives. Yeah. Is, is the same thing. Kilroy was here. Okay. It was just like this weird kitschy thing okay. that happened. I mean, and Frodo lives is yeah. is was the thing. It was like, I like Tolkien. I've read the. You know, I don't know exactly what they're trying to say with that phrase, other than admiration for for Tolkien. But yeah, yeah that that was a thing. Frodo lives. I don't know what Frodo and Gandalf are alive and living in the Shire. Well, I, know, I, I guess they just didn't. It's none they, of my business. They didn't like this. The, is the new millennium. They're welcome to do whatever they want. It's an alternative relationship They're, in Middle Earth. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. It's fine. It's okay. It's, so, I, but it's, I don't know what that went. But Frodo Lives was, was very so, popular graffiti. So, so I guess, uh, so it was kind of the, the hippie movement was into, you know, because I mean, you know, if you, I mean, when you read, um, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, the whole Tom Bombadil part was, yeah. I mean, this guy was a hippie. He's, Tom Bombadil he's, is hippie. He's and basically his wife, his wife Goldberry. His what? He's 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 this guy. Yeah. He looks like he's in his sixties. Okay. He's hanging out in, on, a, on a farm somewhere with a super hot wife, and it's he's pretty a god. clear he's a god. And he you but you know he's doing magic mushrooms so let's, let's and smoking pipe in weed for, and the whole thing. Let's put this in perspective here. Me and you, yeah, are talking about Tolkien, which is already geeky. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And now we're going to talk about not the movies, which are very popular, but the yeah. novels. Yeah. And then also we're going to geeky. talk about portion of the novels that yeah. most people have never read, ignore. Yeah. And that every adaptation Ignores. from audiobooks to even dramatizations, Bass? movies and cartoons, they eliminate this character. Yeah. And he was that's that's what you want to talk and, about. And my point is, he was terrible. It was embarrassing. Yeah, I've heard people talk about um, the purists disagree with me, but I think the movie. 
needed to not do that. No, the movie the um, movie is not the book. Yeah. When you create a movie, a movie is a visual medium. A book is a, a you know literary medium. Sure. You do not do a movie word for word what the book is. Yeah. You cannot. So the fact that they change timelines and they put different, you know, they might put things out of order or they may add a character, take out a character is perfectly acceptable yep. because you're trying to create a visually exciting yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a film story with, yeah. with, you're trying to tell the story with very few words, but with lots of visuals. It must yeah. be done differently right. or it must be thought sure. of differently. Right? But but I would say that the, the Peter Jackson's attempt uh, when he did Lord of the Rings was you could tell he loved it. Well, and, he, and he also, wanted to, a, and he wanted to be careful with it. And, that was and a kind a, to it. a life a long project of his. And yeah. my understanding is that he had been developing that on his own for many, 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 many years yeah. before yeah. it got greenlit and it became a thing. Yeah, while he was working on Dead Alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, uh, which is a very Fri- different film. Different. Did he do Frighteners? I don't know. Maybe I know he did Dead Alive. Dead Alive. Did he do Dead Alive? No, I think he did Frighteners. No, he did Dead Alive. He did Dead Alive. Yeah. I know he did horror stuff. Yeah, Dead Alive. Dead uh, Alive was actually a comedy. Yeah, it was. It was. Man, I'll tell you, I, you couldn't watch it, Greg. No, it was so disgusting. I'm, I'm fragile. I mean, I, I'm a physician, and I finally, I, I didn't actually get all the way through Dead Alive. I mean, I was laughing at it because some of it was very funny, but I suddenly reached a point where I'm like, I just can't look at this anymore. I remember when they announced that he was going to do Lord of the Rings, and I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, that they were making a film, and then I looked up him, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. What? Why him? And if you look at his career prior to Lord of the Rings, yeah. you would be like, why did, him? Did he did he do Meet the Feebles? He did Meet the Feebles. Oh, yeah. my God, that movie. Yep. Wow. Have you seen Meet no, the Feebles? Oh, seen my it. God. Oh, it's, it, you know, Meet the Feebles. I, I watched Meet the Feebles with my then-girlfriend, Liz, who deeply, deeply, caringly, lovingly loved Jim Henson and the Muppets. And oh, yeah. she was so pissed at me. She was so angry. Are there puppets that, in that, Meet the Feebles? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, All right, so here's yeah. here's what we'll do. Yeah. Are you going to watch go, it? Yeah, because it's been on my list, my radar okay. for a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to watch it. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll... Just, just we'll remember this line. Bore, Ready? Bore people with it. Ready? Yeah. Sodomy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever that means, I'll remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember that when you so then it. when when it came to the Hobbit, back yeah. to Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So he did Lord of the Rings, and he 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 changed things here and there, but nothing that really bothered anybody. No, no, I mean like the scene uh, at Treebeard's lair, mm-hmm. house, whatever you're gonna call it, um, when the tree the trees grab Merry and Pippin mm-hmm. and kind of grab them and pull them underground. That was the scene that happened with Tom Bombadil. Uh, he's he Tom Bombadil saves oh, the right, hobbits right. Yeah, yeah. when that happens. So they sort of said, "Hey, look, this is part of what happened, yeah. and we'll put it in." And people are, uh, yeah, but, but the, the, and that doesn't change no, the film in any no. meaningful way. One of the more interesting things they did um, was um, in the book. There's this um, there's this this passage about when when Frodo goes in the boat to go to the west. To, to go to uh, Valinor. And they say, you know, the... the Valinor. Ring, the, no. Uh, Val, Valinor. Valinor? Valinor. Valinor. So, so he's going to Valinor and they, and they say, you know, the, 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 the gray rain curtain of this world turns the to spun hands. glass. Well, no. Well, he, he's leaving the gray heavens to go to Valinor. Okay. So, so anyway, and there's that thing and, and you know, the, 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 you see a fair green country and a swift sunrise. In the movie, they moved that to the third movie when Pippin is telling Gandalf, you know, I didn't think it was going to end this way. You know, we're going to die. And he's like, oh, no, it doesn't end here. And they do that passage. And 
you know, they had to do it that way because someone had to say it. You can't, mm. you can't just, you know what I mean? It's like someone has to speak the words. There's no way to simply sort of show that. You know what I mean? And in the movie, Frodo went directly to the Grey Havens and then left. Correct. In the book, didn't he live out his life, become um, old, and then go? Not that I'm aware of. I believe some people have said Sam does that. Because, oh, because, because, because oh, Sam was now, a ring bearer. So. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Here, here's now, the thing. Now, by the I, way, folks, this is like beyond yeah, geek right now. I yeah. haven't seen the Lord of the Rings movies in where I've paid attention. I've, I've yeah. had them on in the background. Yeah, sure, sure. But in the movies, yeah. Sam is not a ring bearer ever. Is that, is that correct? I believe he... He never puts on the ring. He uh, never puts the ring around his neck. I think he does actually carry it. He carries it briefly. He carries it because what happens, Frodo gets stabbed by Shelob. And does he take it off I, of him? He takes it off him because the, the, the orcs got to him. Got to but him he never him. puts it on. He never puts it on, now but he in does the book, carry it. He, does he puts it. it on and he's Samwise the Strong. He has this, yeah. this delusion of being a great leader yeah. or a warrior or something yeah. like that, if I remember correctly. Right? Is that correct? I, I can't remember because I've only read the books twice nerd and i uh i can't really recall exactly i i i since i've seen the movie a million times i tend to think in, in the terms of the movie so in the movie i believe he throws the necklace around his neck yeah and then he goes to save to save frodo who gets grabbed by the yeah. orcs um but then there's the famous line at the end of the film when he's like i may not be able to carry the ring but, but I, can I can carry, I can carry you. you yeah and then he carries frodo who's yeah, carrying, carrying the, ring the ring up the thing so, but he so the idea is supposedly he because he was a ring bearer, even though it wasn't very long, then he can cross. He, he can cross. But it's you know the, the theology in Tolkien's interesting. If you um, have you read the Silmarillion, I've read some of this. I've read the Silmarillion, which makes me an even bigger nerd than you because yeah. you didn't finish it. So you know I'm I'm an oh, even you larger are a nerd. nerd than I'm me, a man. way There's bigger no, nerd. Than, yeah. Uh, but uh, in the Silmarillion, it's very interesting. There's the, it's heavily implied, uh, or even said in the Silmarillion that the 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 elves worship the Valar. Okay, which are the elven gods, and they live in Valinor. And Valinor is a kind of mixed afterlife and real place, sort of at the same time. It's very weird. Like the elves will die, and they'll go to the halls of Mandos, and then they'll still be there, though. Uh, you know, but um, humans don't worship the Valar. Humans worship Iluvatar. Iluvatar is the being that created everything. Mm-hmm. And some people say that that's kind of, you know, Tolkien knew C.S. Lewis and there was like some kind of crosstalk between the two of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and that, that the idea is humans worship actually God, whereas yep. the elves actually worship what are essentially angels, which is sort of an interesting theological point uh, that, that was made on there, you know. Um, well, he did write The Lord of the Rings as like sort of like a prehistory of, of England. Yeah. Right. Yep. Or not a prehistory, but a a a. a Giving England its own mythology. Yes, which is um, which is always funny because if you look at the different people, the elves speak the king's English. They mm-hmm. speak this, the king's English. The halflings speak a kind of middle class, you know, the kind of a sort of bucolic English, mm-hmm. and the orcs speak Cockney. I've always so, someone else had explained it to me that if you look at the map of Middle Earth, yeah, and you start on the left coast, which is yep. where the Shire is, yeah, and the story progresses. Uh, uh, eastward, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Eastward to Bree, and then um, to uh, um, what's his name, the uh, Elrond, and the Rivendell, Rivendell, and then yeah. you go over the mountains. Yeah, Misty and then you Mountains. You go down yeah. the thing, and you go to uh, uh, 
what are the cities? The two cities down there? Minas Tirith. Minas Tirith and, 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 and Osgiliath. And then you go further east and then it's... Minas Morgul and then Mordor. And then yeah. right? And that the technology... Oh, you have Rohan as well. Yeah. That the most... The 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 races that are... Or the, the cultures that are seem to be the most sophisticated are the hobbits. Yeah. They have mills and they wear yeah. buttons and they wear clothing that looks like it's from the, yeah. the, the 19th yeah. century, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, they wear britches and knee, and they, they just have sort of like this... this they're they're the most modern... To they're the of, most like modern human, yeah. humans. And yeah. as you go further east, it gets more and more... Kind of like you start getting the Renaissance and you know the, el- the elves are like... Do you, this sort do of, you know what else is far east? And, I, and this is the actual words from the Silmarillion. Oh, the, well, the, isn't there like a like a, um, uh, a Middle Eastern? Uh, yeah, uh, you know what you know what he calls them? Swarthy men. Swarthy men. Yeah, that's swarthy another. Swarthy men. Yeah. So so now, you know, people give Lovecraft a bad rap. Okay. Wait a minute. Now I think that you're comparing swarthy <laughs> men to, to the uh, and, they were, and all they the were all hey, that the, hey they were all the bad ones the Haradrim the Easterlings yeah. you know these swarthy men coming in here I don't know but anyway uh, product of his time right don't, don't do pro- that don't do that time. to my, my <laughs> sorry do I'm kidding I'm kidding any thoughts any canter any comments um about what. Whatever last six minutes. Whatever last six <laughs> minutes. So I'm at work the other day, and uh, uh, my friend uh, David comes by, and he, you know, he sees me working diligently. And he's yeah. Like, oh, Greg, is is there anything I can get you? Okay. And I said yes, uh, a plum. <laughs> oh, when are, you, when are you at a restaurant that you know would just never have a plum? Just look which, at the which, waitress. Which what restaurants would really? Well, okay, you might find a plum in a Chinese place. They really? might well. They might use it for for putting it into stuff. Plum plum <laughs> I juice. Don't, I don't think that's you don't true. think so. Plums. I don't think that's true. They have a plum Chinese at a Chinese restaurant. They might. They could have a plum. They could, but unlikely. I mean, uh, you could if you're at some sort of farmstead restaurant. You know, some oh, kind of place that's, well, that's near a, a farm. You might say, "Could I have a I plum?" Know, and they man. go, "Wait, we got a tree," and they run out and they shake the tree and they get you a plum. You know, it, it's a hard it's a hard fruit to find. It's, it really is. It's not the kind. It'd be <laughs> but like it's asking, not exotic. It's, it's not like, like could it's I have a crazy. could I have a persimmon? Yeah, you know, it's a persimmon. I have to look up what a persimmon is. I don't know what a persimmon is. It's like a little orangey thing. It's kind of like an orange. Just eat an orange. Just, you know what I eat? Uh, you know, it's actually kind of funny. Um, several podcasts ago, when you came by, you brought me two oranges. You said, "Here, have a couple of oranges," and I, I didn't say no because I wanted to be polite. And I'm looking at these things, and I'm like, "Fruit? Who the hell eats fruit?" And as soon as I left, you, you chucked know? them out your no top window. I, I ignored oh. them. I ignored, ignored them. You ignored pointedly. Fruit. I pointedly ignored fruit. And then one day, I said, "You know what? What the hell?" So I cut cut that open, put it in my mouth. I'm like, "It's like a symphony of flavor in my mouth." Oranges are terrific. And I'm like, "This is amazing." And and I, I ate the orange. Now I've been buying orange. I've been buying tangelos. And I'm, I'm to blame. And you're to blame that I'm yeah. now eating, getting vitamins. I no longer have scurvy. My fingernails, <laughs> my fingernails are staying on my hands. Yep. My gums are no longer puffed up like large wads of bazooka gum. And uh, and I owe it to you because I did, of the oranges. I take full responsibility. I, I, it's that. amazing. Uh, yep. Fruit. Who knew? There was a great. Uh, there was a great uh, comic. I forget who did it. Um, it was, oh, it was uh, the oatmeal actually. The oatmeal has, oh, yeah. has my relationship with fruit. Have you have you seen that one? So this guy goes to the the garden of grocery and the fruit's like, yay, yay, we're gonna have a party. And he's like, yeah, buddy, this is gonna be great. We're gonna have so much fun. And he like puts the fruit on the the the, the, uh, the countertop. 
And then like you know, day two, it's like, hey, we can have that party. We can have. So he goes, oh, don't worry, buddy. We're we're gonna have a great time soon. And then the third panel just shows this withered husk of fruit, dead, <laughs> yeah. lying on the, the thing, all like you know, flies, flies yeah, fruit flies yeah. going around. You know, it's it's just sad because it's really like that that one banana that after a while you're like, I'm not touching this. I can it's, either. It's not. It's not. Rotten enough to throw away, <laughs> you're right, you're but it's right, too. Exactly. Uh, but I'm. It's, I don't feel you know like it eating it. It's a swarthy banana. A, oh, <laughs> you know, your only hope is to make banana bread out of it. No, I don't know how to do that, so it's just. My wife like, makes banana bread. It's does great. she? Yeah. Is this a Very thing good. your wife do? So I watch a lot of uh, Critical Role. Yeah. Which is a. I cannot believe I'm even saying this, but it is a show of. People playing Dungeons and Dragons. All right, now I'm not the big nerd. You yeah, are the you I, are the biggest totally, nerd in the room. It's I can't. I, I don't even know how to role it. playing. So you watch these people. It's basically it's improv storytelling, right? Yeah, sure. So you're watching them, and they're all excellent. They're the best at what they do. Yeah, it's very difficult to watch D and D because it's super cringeworthy. Yeah, and it's terrible. Yeah, uh, but these guys do such a fantastic job. They're all voice actors. They're, they, actors. they're voice actors or regular for, actors, right? For an, no, yeah, some of them are regular. Regular actors. Um, Ashley, um, I can't remember her last name. She's an actress on the TV show Blind Spot. And uh, the other guys do voice acting for anime, Naruto, yeah, sure. and um, Titan, whatever. Titan, Titan A. Titan. Yeah. No, not Titan A. Um, um, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah. And I think they do Attack on Titan. And uh, various video games. And yeah. Overwatch. One guy does the voices on Overwatch. Uh, they are amazing. And um, Thanks for making me feel like shit. Yeah, but now I forget why I brought it up. Why I, I you just well you were talking about the big huge barbarian guy who likes to say I would like to rage. I would like to rage. Yes. Oh, you know what? I forget why I brought it up. I forget why I brought it up. All right, you know what? We're just editing out this entire section because yeah, we, we just make it responded. responded. But anyway, uh, no. Would you recommend it? I mean, is it fun? Is it? I would uh, totally. Well, I mean, you've got to like D. Uh, if you don't play D and I don't imagine that you would enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy, or if you don't. Because we, you know, I remember um, when I was younger, um, of course I was a nerd, but I, I, I remember one of the things that makes the eyes just glaze is listen to people talking about what their character did. Oh, it, yeah. It, you just, you just, so, and, and, and it's even worse when they start using I instead yeah. of, you know, whatever. It, so, you're just like, oh, God. I, I am a big D&D &D fan. Yeah. And me and you are... We talk about D and D a lot on this podcast, but very rarely, if ever, do we say, "Now, last my time I was playing D and D, yeah. my character is eleventh level cleric, and he worships this god." We don't. We generally don't because do no one that. wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. It's like listening to somebody's dreams. It's like you yeah, just, you the just, dream conversation. You just tune out. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Greg's back. I am back. Uh, yeah, that was uh, a little stupidity on my part. I had a little 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 uh, glitch. I think the there term I, the term is brain fart. Brain fart. I yeah. had a brain fart. Um, yeah, don't get me off my schedule. I don't like new. <laughs> I don't like true. change. I don't yeah, like new things. Yeah. You fear. You fear right? change. I fear change. Uh, so uh, we talked a lot about swimming and ingesting things you don't want to ingest. Terrible, terrible things, things. You know, uh, sea pickles. Sea. <laughs> I don't like the term sea. You know why? You know why? Because it sounds delightful. Yeah. It's you like a, a salty sea pickle. It's a snack. <laughs> it's a salty sea snack. No. No. So uh, sea pickles and whatnot. Uh, Tolkien, where I talked about Tolkien. Um, I like talking about Tolkien. That's a fascinating, culturally significant. Yeah, it yeah. affected so many things that came after yeah. it. Um, so yeah, Tolkien is great. 
Um, and then we got a little, I think we went a little, things went pear-shaped at the end of the podcast. Yeah. We were waiting, we, we were we're those, waiting we, for, for my wife yeah. to get back to me with some information so I could talk about and, some things. And we've been and met with stony she, silence. <laughs> yeah, she's got better things to do than answer my text. Yeah. So, um, well, you so always we'll, have we'll, better we'll things figure out what the story is and we'll, we'll, we'll do a, uh, things Greg's wife does what, uh, next write, week. Write that down when you find out, okay? Yeah, I will write it All down. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to myself. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks and happy pretending.